Step Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Ong, and let's talk about some Star Wars. But first, let's get to the business. You can follow the blog at mystarslifedead.tk. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for My Stars Life Debt and you can join the group. You can follow me on Twitter at bloodyorme, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can uh, contribute to the upkeep of the blog and podcast. Uh, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash mystarslifedebt. If you would like to purchase an exclu- uh, a bonus pod uh, entitled Life Debt Holiday Special, The Breaking of a Fan, uh, where, I lo- where I watch the holiday special for the first time and give a live commentary slash review of the uh, abomination, uh, you can find that at mystarslifedebt.bandcamp.com for the very low price of £1. And you can also buy merch. We've got three designs up on Redbubble currently. Uh, it's redbubble.com forward slash user forward slash life debt podcast. And that's it for the business. So let's get on with the show. Uh, before we get into the show, I just need to do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, um, had a few massive bills appear in our lives, so I'm having to take on some extra work. This means that um, my schedule is going to be a bit awry for a few months. Um, so if the podcast isn't as regular, um, you know, if, it, if we miss a week here or there, um, don't worry, nothing is wrong, it's just that, you know, schedules have just gotten a bit... Uh, all over the place, and I've not had a chance to sit down and record. Um, in terms of the blog, uh, I'm doing my very best to keep as up-to-date as possible with it. I have currently got uh, regular posts ready through this month and the beginning of May, so I'm hoping uh, that the blog will remain as regular as normal, so that means uh, Monday and Friday posts, for, with the exception of Celebration, where I will be doing my best to keep up with the news and put posts out as regularly as possible for that. Um, but again, that all depends on scheduling. Um, so yeah, please bear with me over the next couple of months um, while you know I basically try and cover these uh, cover these extra costs that have appeared so um thank you for listening and thank you for you know uh, hopefully your support over the next few months with this cheers right then on with the show um so i recently watched um star wars episode three of range of the sith i was feeling in a range of the sith kind of mood and there was something that I kind of... I think it all was all due to, like, I've been re-watching The Clone Wars as well. And there was something that really struck me. I mean, it struck me before, but I was really kind of noticing it in this, this time around. That when, you know, the whole Anakin turning to the dark side, like, in the... When we first watched it in 2005, um, before Clone Wars was coming out or anything like that before we even knew about Clone Wars, um, it 
felt really quick. It felt really sudden. Anakin's turn, like he's having a he's having a vision about Padme. Suddenly he wants to. Suddenly it's like right. Okay, I've got to do what I can to save her. Oh right, I've got to turn against the Jedi. Now I'm killing all the Jedi, and then I'm Darth Vader. Uh, it really felt very sudden. Um, so watching the Clone Wars again, like you can really see like the like after watching the Clone Wars, seeing like Anakin, seeing everything that happens to Anakin through the series, um, you can like kind of you understand his turn more, um, and you understand like you know you go from Attack of the Clones and then Revenge of the Sith. Now in Attack of the Clones, I think everyone's very patronizing towards Anakin. Um, but then in Revenge of the Sith, they're best friends, and everyone's calling him his brother. So, you know what happened? And there's a, you know, it's been a three, it's a three year gap as well. So like, what's really changed? What's changed in three years? Like that makes them go from you know Anakin's quite resentful towards everyone at times in uh, Attack of the Clones, and yet, you know, they're they're having. Big hug, you know, that, that, I mean, they don't hug, do they? They might do. No, I don't think they do. But, you know, they're like the band, the, the friendly, the almost familial banter, um, you know, like moments where, like, they, oh, that really tough moment for everyone where he's got to give Anakin his uh, mission to spy on the Chancellor. You know, the only reason they gave everyone that task is because they were so close. Now, you know, it get it felt like oh, how did that happen so quickly, uh, between the films? So the Clone Wars really does fill in a lot of gaps. Um, you know, like you see Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship develop uh, quite well. You see a lot of stuff happening for like to Anakin or around Anakin that you can understand why his faith in the Jedi has shaken. I mean. It starts in the film, in the Clone Wars film, when, you know, Anakin's, like, said that he doesn't want a Padawan, and then suddenly, like, the Council are giving him an apprentice. You know, he's, he, you know, he's completely against the idea, but he's got to do it. I mean, yes, in the end, like, they, they, him and Ahsoka connect, and, like, he's like, no, 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 you know, we can work this out, this will be fine. Um, but, you know, they, they, essentially, they tricked him. Um, and yes, it was Yoda to trying to teach him a lesson, but at the same time, it's like, look, why would you do that to someone who has said that they don't want a Padawan, he hasn't put his name forward to take on a Padawan, that's Obi-Wan. But then again, Ahsoka's training is, you know, like Anakin, slightly different, because yes, Anakin is her formal master, but she learned, you know, Obi-Wan's always there, or, you know, 90% of the time, the three of them are together, so Obi-Wan is also teaching her, but at the same, he's, he's teaching Ahsoka, but he's also teaching Anakin to teach Ahsoka, um, but like, some of the, like the, like the, like the stuff that really would shake Anakin, I mean, it, I mean, you can count Mortis out, because he doesn't really remember the vision, um, you know, and like, there's nothing, you know, he doesn't kind of see the negativity of the Jedi through that but like that's that probably does take a toll on him like everything that he does remember um and then you've got like the the arc where Obi-Wan um 
they they pretend to kill Obi-Wan. You know, and Anakin goes on his revenge mission. And it's like, okay, so you've pretended to kill Obi-Wan. And now Anakin is wanting to kill the guy who killed Obi-Wan. But it just so happens that the guy who killed Obi-Wan is in prison? I can't remember if he's in prison or if he's dead, but I think he's in prison. And Obi-Wan now looks like him. And so essentially Anakin's trying to kill Obi-Wan. And then when he finds out that it is Obi-Wan, um, you know, he's like completely shaken. And it's like a betrayal. He's like feels betrayed. But then like Obi-Wan's like, we had to make it convincing, so you had to think I was dead. And it's like, Okay, that that's tough. That's really tough. Um, and you know the the big one, of course, is Ahsoka. Like the way the council treats Ahsoka is just terrible. You know, she. You know, it it feels like there is no innocent until proven guilty with the council. It's guilty until proven innocent, and then they're like. Hey, look, this was just your Jedi trial. And Anakin's just like, what the hell? I'm trying to find her. I'm trying to bring her in so that, you know, we can clear her name. You're trying to bring her in to put her on trial. Like, where's... We need you to... Where's the evidence here? Come on. Like, he... And, you know... I mean, as fans, we all knew Ahsoka wasn't doing it. But we had to find out who it was. I mean... I mean, I think, didn't we know that it was Barisophy? I can't remember, I think we did know. And then, yeah, we found out because um, in the prison. Oh, God, it's been a while since I've watched it and I'm not quite, I'm not up to season five yet. But I was just thinking, this is like what I was thinking when I was watching Revenge of the Sith. I was like, well, I want to get this down before I, um, you know, before I forget about this topic. So, the Clone Wars, the, the, my big thing is, like, the Clone Wars is a very important series. Um, because, I mean, not only because it expands on the storyline, it gives us, it shows us what the clone, what happens during the Clone Wars and everything, but it's very, very important to kind of really put together, um, episodes two and three, and fill in that gap and really get to know Anakin, because we, you know, essentially what we've got in the film, and what we get in all of the films is a snapshot this is what happened on these two, three days that these are these are like the major events, you know. But what happens, you know, major events don't tell the full story. They just give us an idea of what's happened. So the Clone Wars is, I think, quite important. It's probably the most important of the TV series that we've had. Um, you know, more important than Rebels and... Um, and resistance. I'm not saying that they're not great series. I think they're both great, but in terms of the story, they're not as important um, because Clone Wars really tells the Anakin Obi-Wan story. I mean, they shape it as an anthology story, an anthology series, which you know it really is. You know, we get stories from all over the galaxy that don't include Anakin and Obi-Wan, but we all, but for the main part, like the overall story is Anakin's story. And I think this was George Lucas's plan all along. Like, 
when he did um, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, it was like, right, we've gone from Anakin being a little kid to Anakin being um, a whiny tween. Uh, and then Anakin being this war hero. Like, we don't need to see the, you know, the, the story between uh, 1 and 2 before Anakin and one isn't as important to see because we get to see their relationship, that you know, the master and apprentice relationship. I th- it's interesting. I'd like to see more stories from that time period because I really enjoy Anakin and Obi-Wan's characters. But ne- is it necessary for the overall story? It's basically, they would be fi- filling in the gaps as opposed to telling the major story. Um, but then with um, like the Clone Wars, like... So many gaps are filled in. Um, we get to see, you know, we see what Grievous is like. You know, General Grievous just appears in um, in Revenge of the Sith. He's just like, oh, yeah, we all know who he is. But it's like, okay, who we, we like? All the characters know who he is. We don't. We just know he's like this general, this droid general who, you know, basically traps Anakin. You know, he ca- he captures the Palpatine. He, you know, basically gets. Anakin and Obi-Wan on the bridge. Oh, look, they're fighting my guys, so I'm going to escape, and I'm going to leave them on the ship to explode. Okay, fine, fair enough. Off I go. And then Mace Windu calls him a coward. It's like, well, is he really? You know, he's just being very tactical. Then we find out he is really a coward. But then, you know, that's really expanded on in the uh, animated series. We get to see a lot more of Anakin and Dooku. You know, there is a, there's like a definite, like, Anakin's got a lot, um, a lot of anger towards Zuku, understandably. Um, so, you know, when we get to see them facing off, it's like, right, okay, they're really, Anakin's really going for it, but he's still not quite ready to take him down in terms of his skill level. And you see him getting better and better and better through the series. And then, like, I do believe their final confrontation is on Naboo when it during the Obi-Wan um being in disguise as a bounty hunter arc. Um you know, so Anakin, you know, there's a, there's a good amount of time between then and Revenge of the Sith for Anakin's line of my powers have doubled since the last we met count. Um to um you know, to kind of justify his his thoughts there. You know, and he goes through a lot in those in that kind of couple of seasons, like two, three seasons, he really goes through a lot. I mean, that's season four, so we get season five, season six, and of course season seven coming out. And we get to see, we'll get to see even more of all of this in season seven. Now, I'm hoping that the, the you know, we were getting scripts that were already written and we're not just getting, like, I, th- I hope that they're basically just taking scripts that were already written, because we know they were planning ahead, and just kind of going, right, we'll pick this, this, and this. Uh, and I think I've said this before about um, the, upcoming, the upcoming Clone Wars series, where I'm like, I would rather them do brand new stories, not anything that we've seen in any sort of medium before. So let's get rid of Dark Disciple, get rid of Bad Batch, and is it the Utapau story arc? Like, let's not do those, let's do new stuff that we haven't seen before. Um, but, you know, I digress. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the story, there's a lot of expansion for the story. Um, 
And, you know, you kind of see a bit more stuff developing between Anakin and Palpatine. Like, all the time for Palpatine was, like, getting Anakin. There's one point, I think it was season one, where Palpatine's like, why are you defying the council? You know, don't do this, Anakin. It's like being very fatherly and mentory. And when you get to, like, Revenge of the Sith, you know he's being more groomy than anything else. Um, so... It's, you know, this uh, it really kind of builds on Anakin's character. And I think that was important because, like I said, we only got these snapshots of Anakin. And in both of those, like, we get whiny tween. And he's a war hero, but he's really, he's he's already conflicted. Why is he already conflicted? You know, he, it's, um, you know, there were so many gaps. And I think, you know, Lucas needed to do something like Clone Wars to really expand on these characters to, because really he what you know when we got attack of the clones we weren't getting an anakin that anyone i mean of course this is like the this is like, uh, i hate the way this is going to sound but we didn't get the anakin we were expecting um i don't mean that negatively because this is not my story to tell it's lucas's story to tell but i don't think anyone was expecting to kind of get tween anakin the way he was um I mean, part of this, I think it all stems from having a very young, like a 10-year-old Anakin in Phantom Menace. Like, no one was expecting that either. Um, so, it's all a bit... So, it kind of... The whole... The way that Lucas took Anakin was very unexpected. Um, you know, based on very, what little we knew about him. Um, from... A, uh, a New Hope and Return of the Jedi. You know, you know when when Obi-Wan's saying that, you know, Anakin was a good friend, you know, it's like, well, I'm not seeing it in Revenge, in Attack of the Clones. All I'm seeing is kind of patronising teacher. Um, so, um, yes, so Clone Wars really needed to be done i mean everyone wanted to see the clone wars and i remember reading an article not long i think it was kind of this it was like a the like first few bits and pieces of of ideas of episode three were coming out and like right lucas is taking is going into production episode three and i think it was in empire or a total film or one of these kind of magazines and someone was saying you know, what I really don't want is, like, at the, at the beginning of the film, like, so we got this big setup, the Clone Wars in episode two, so what I don't really want to see in episode three is, like, Anakin Noble and coming back from the Clone Wars, like, the Clone Wars are over and going, hmm, well, the Clone Wars were fun, ha ha ha, which was kind of what we got. I mean, not so much because episode three is the end of the Clone Wars, but, you know, it's like, right, we're, we're seeing, like, the last couple, last few battles of the Clone Wars. Um, and I mean, really, like, the last defining battle of the Clone Wars was when Dooku was killed. And then you have, like, these last two battles on... Of course, the battles are carrying on across the galaxy. We you know, we're getting Kashyyyk, um, Utapau, Maigito, uh, Felucia. Um, I can't remember where Plo Koon was. Or... Um, it's stay Sally. Um, but really, like, there was no grand battle um, to end the Clone Wars. Um, 
so I think I kind of think like we see like the only the grandest battle was the battle at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith the rest of them just felt like skirmishes in the background to tell the story because we needed to show something going on um, but like the Clone Wars like everyone wanted to see what the Clone Wars was so having the series really kind of helped keep it helped satiate fans I guess um, but I also think you know it was stories that needed telling. So that's why I think, based on... And this was just after me just sat there watching Revenge of the Sith. And, like, moments of Anakin and Padme, like, the awkwardness is not as much as it is in Attack of the Clones between them, which is good. Because Attack of the Clones, the awkwardness between the two characters... It, I know it's meant to evoke, um, like, the feeling of films from, like, the 30s. But at the same time, it just feels so... Like, the way the dialogue comes out and everything, it just feels so awkward. Um, but at least, but I, I really do think, like, their interactions in Rendell Sith are so much better. And you get, because of Clone Wars, we get to see a lot more of their relationship. Um, and, you know, how their relationship works. Like, Anakin's jealous. Anakin doesn't like the fact that they're using Padme. Um to kind of manipulate is it Rush Clovis uh, because they once had uh, a relationship he doesn't like that so he puts himself on that mission to protect to be there to make sure nothing happens and it's like you know Pam is like Look, I know what I'm doing I was like oh, I know what I'm doing I'm keeping him away from you that was a weird voice <laughs> this is like the episode of voices <laughs> um, so I think you know, every, all, a, a lot of stuff, like, a lot, I mean, I don't feel like there were any real filler episodes, apart from the odd droid episode, which, ugh, yeah. Droid in distress. The two droids fighting in season one. Anyway, um, I kind of, you know, so, Clone Wars... Yes, as the most important series that we've had, it tells the stories that needed to be told. Um, whereas, like, Rebels and Resistance are telling stories that... They're telling stories about people at a, at a point in time as opposed to telling the stories, you know, because we don't get, like, any of, like, the ghost crew in any of the films post... Um, well, I mean, yeah, we get Hera and Chopper and the go and the and the ghost in Rogue One, but they're not main characters. They're mentions, and you know, it's like, oh, there's the ghost, or there, there's Chopper, you know. But we don't see them in the original trilogy. So, and it's like Rogue One essentially as well. It's kind of filling in a gap of a of a place in time with people that, whilst have an impact on the on the on the stories that are being told, they're not exactly the most important stories. Like, the back... Like, um, Rebels, essentially, is, you know, expanding the knowledge of the Force and the story of Ezra trying to free Lothal. And at the end of the day, Lothal isn't... is is important for the story of Rebels. It's not important for the overall story of the saga. And the same for Resistance. 
like resistance is the story of one place you know for the most part apart from when Poe turns up and they go off on a little adventure it's the story of the Colossus and that point in time you know those six months leading up to Force Awakens what was going on the Colossus what was the First Order doing you know and we're finding that out but at the same time we know that the First Order is kind of making is like starting to kind of take a foothold in the galaxy because we see what happens in Force Awakens so there's nothing so like we're just being given characters that whilst absolutely fantastic amazing and I love Kaz and Niku so much um you know we're getting these characters and getting these stories but if we didn't have them how much I mean okay I guess I'm kind of wrong I've already um I'm gonna contradict myself now uh I guess because of resistance and not having Kaz from Hosnian Prime, it kind of you know that made that made a bit of a difference to what Force Awakens. Like, in when you first see Force Awakens, like you sit there, oh Hosnian, okay, what's the Hosnian system? What's Hosnian Prime? I don't know what Hosnian Prime is, but it's just been blown up, and that's where the Senate is. Okay, now we have a character who's from Hosnian Prime, and it gives us like this. It, it gave us an, it now gives us an emotional crux for that moment in um, Force Awakens, which having now, having now watched Force Awakens after watching that episode of Resistance, it is it, like, it's like, jeez God, Kaz, really, that sucks for Kaz, you know, you see it and you're like, oh Kaz, that sucks and then you go to Takadana and you're like oh, where's Aunt Z? Oh, there's Aunt Z! They've gone to, they've gone back to the Colossus yay! Um, so, yeah, it's like there we go um so yeah, I think yeah, there we go. I can I can kind of put a pin in that now. Um, I just wanted to kind of get it out after I was watching Render Sith the other day and being like, God, like, yeah, like, because, thanks to because I know what happens in the Clone Wars, I really see why this is all happening now. Um, especially Anakin's faith in the Jedi, and I'd be really interested to see. What ha- well, if we get any more of that in uh, the in the season seven? Um, because that is kind of going to if if the the theories are correct and we do get the siege of uh, Mandalore, we are essentially getting to the you know basically siege of Mandalore happens as. Uh, Revenge of the Sith starts. So, leading up to that, are we going to get to see anything going on between Anakin and the Council, Anakin and the Jedi, where he's even more shaken by them? More so than he already is um, because of things that have happened throughout the previous six seasons. Um, But only time will tell. Uh, Sorry, only time and a Disney Plus account will tell. So, Here's to looking forward to that. Um, I hope they bring Mountain David on Blu-ray. Need to get season six on Blu-ray. Anyway, um, I do hope they bring it on Blu-ray because you know I don't want to have like season. I've got seasons one to five on Blu-ray, and I don't really want to have seasons one to five and then pick up six, of course, and but then have like no season seven and I'm just gonna only watch on Disney Plus. They better bring that out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Anyway. Just uh, thinking out loud there. So, 
yeah, there we go. That's my thinking on uh, the Revenge of the Sith Clone Wars uh, continuity. Let's call it. But yeah, uh, so, right, I'm just going to hop off for a second and take a quick break. If you would like to help contribute to the upkeep of My Star Wars Life Debt blog and podcast, there are a number of ways that you can do so. Uh, we've got a Patreon uh, page at patreon.com forward slash My Star Wars Life Debt, and we have one single tier for $1.00. And for that dollar, you can get uh, early access to all regular Monday and Friday blog posts, um, exclusive podcast every month called The Brickside, a Lego Star Wars Life Debt podcast, uh, exclusive uh, Funko Pop unboxing videos, um, guaranteed email reads on the podcast, uh, a mention on our supporters page on the blog, and a shout out in the podcast on the next podcast episode after you sign up. Um, every P, every bit of contribution is greatly appreciated and it all goes towards uh, getting stuff for the blog and the podcast um, and keeping just general upkeep of both as well. If you don't want to sign up to Patreon, uh, you can head on over to mystarwarslifedebt.bandcamp.com where we currently have our, one and our current only uh, bonus podcast, which is the a Life Debt Holiday Special, aka the Breaking of a Fan, uh, where I do a co- live commentary and review of the Star Wars Holiday Special, the first and only time I watched it. And that's one British pound for nearly two hours of bonus content. And we've also opened a Redbubble store at redbubble.com forward slash user forward slash Life Debt Podcast. Um, where you can get, uh, where we've got a number of designs up, and you can get various t-shirts, hoodies, uh, vests, mugs, um, travel mugs, leggings, uh, stickers, uh, phone cases, um, any any kind of very these things. Uh, Phone cases, laptop, t- uh, laptop stickers, laptop cases, phone cases. Like I said, um, you know, general uh, merch-like items uh, with hand-drawn images by myself, which have been digitally altered slightly um, to look a bit cool. And you can get those, and every purchase uh, helps the blog and podcast. So please, if you would like to uh, keep the help upkeep the bottom podcast, please visit one of those three places, and it's all very much appreciated. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, we've got no emails or voicemails this week. I didn't put out the call for them because I didn't know exactly when I'd be recording. Uh, but if you would like to get in touch with the Life Debt Podcast and blog, please email lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com or you can send us a voicemail through that. Also, um, if you're listening to this, well, whatever you're listening to this podcast episode on, please rate and review the show if possible. Um, every rating and review is greatly appreciated, and I've got a couple of reviews that I would like to read you, because um, it turns out we've had a few, 
uh, well, three, um, and I wasn't, um, well, one of them I didn't even know about because it was done elsewhere, um, just finding it for you, um, but yeah, like, I was really, really happy to see that I'd, uh, got this one, um, bear with me, nearly there, won't be long, here we go. Okay, this one was from our very good friend, uh, guest host and great supporter, Rural Farm Boy. Really just like how Johnny does this show. More than just a fella just talking when I'm listening, he's talking to me. Listen to him talk Star Wars to you, he so knows his Star Wars, Rural Farm Boy. And it's, uh, and the title is Well Done One Man Show with five stars, so thank you. Anthony, and we've got a couple more that I can just pull up here, just a second, let it open, yeah, uh, really should have been prepared for this, but uh, like I said, I'm just kind of all over the place at the moment, so, but thank you for your, uh, <laughs> thank you for your uh, patience, so here we go, oh, come on, where are you, I know you're on here, um, Oh, where do I find them? It's alright. Ah, here we go. Right, here is... Right, we've had three ratings, yay. So, on the 21st of March, 2019, I got a five-star review from Ash Becky called Must Listen for Star Wars Fans. And it says, a truly wonderful Star Wars podcast covering a wide array of topics. With great blog posts alongside, Johnny is a very engaging and knowledgeable host. I do believe that uh, that's Patreon Ash and Patreon Becky. So thank you, Patreon Ash and Patreon Becky. And turns out we had a review from in 2018, which I did not know about. Um, <laughs> from CH and 23, or Chand 23, five stars. Brilliant stuff for all those Luke Leia at heart. So thank you, Chand23. I'm sorry I didn't uh, mention this sooner. Um, so yes, we have ratings. I like ratings, I like reviews. So please, if you could, take uh, a few minutes of your time and just rate and review the show. It is greatly appreciated. And if I can find it, I will read it out on the podcast. So yes, thank you very much. Um, and that's going to be it for this week. Um, again, uh, thank you for, you know, kind of like your understanding and support for the next few months with a bit of an irregular schedule. Um, hopefully once we've kind of gotten out of this problem, uh, everything will return to normal and a schedule will sort itself out. And you never know, it might be fine, but, uh, at the minute is just a little bit of uncertainty so I just wanted to keep everyone in the know um, so yeah uh, thank you very much for listening thank you for all your support and uh, punch it chewy